Great magic has me in its cell That old black magic that you weave so well Those icy fingers up and down my spine The same old witchcraft when your eyes meet mine The same old tingle that I feel inside And then that elevator starts to ride And down and down I go Round and round I go Like a leaf that's caught in the tide I should stay away But what can I do? I hear your name And I'm a flame A flame with such A burning desire That only a kiss Can put out the fire For you're the lover I've waited for To make that fate Had me created for And every time Your lips meet mine Darling, down and down I go In a spin, loving the spin I'm in Under that old black magic called love I should stay away But what can I do? I hear your name And I'm a flame A flame with such a burning desire That only your kiss can put out the fire For you're the lover I have waited for The mate that fate had me created for Every time your lips meet mine Darling, down and down I go Around and around I go in a Loving the sin I'm in Under that old black magic Love Love and light, everybody. Good evening. This is Nadia. I want to uh, apologize for that long musical intro. Unfortunately, Queen Mother Ia couldn't be with us us this evening, and she usually handles the dashboard. So once again, I'm unfamiliar with uh, the workings when it comes to the music and things of that nature. So yes, that was a little long-winded for an intro. I apologize for that. I see we already have some callers on, and as you already know, I like to make it more of an open discussion. Um, So I'm going to go ahead and allow everybody's mic to be on. I ask that you um, mute your computers so that we don't get an echo or so that we don't have uh, too much background noise going on. Um, Okay, so I'm going to go ahead and open up. Everybody. I hope you had a wonderful weekend and a week, and here we are again on another Thursday. Um, with the show. Uh, Tonight, 
I know I had spoken about us maybe doing a group spell, but I'm going to hold off on that. And I think, once again, we'll just kind of wing it and see where spirit leads us as far as what we discuss, what we share, and whatever anyone chooses to introduce in the show. I want to say, as always, this is a friendly forum, a respectable forum. Um, do not feel that you have to uh, be cautious in regards to expressing your beliefs or your opinion on something. Um, you know, feel free to be yourself here. And uh, there's really, let's see, there's really not much more to say on that. You know, it's just about the love here. So with that said, <laughs> again, welcome And tonight, I'm probably not going to be doing as many readings as I did on the last show, but I'm going to try and get some of those in at some point in the discussion. Um, Tonight, one of the things that I wanted to bring up um, was the subject of resolution, being that, you know, we just passed New Year's Eve and everybody made all these resolutions, and I was listening to my cousin's show um, Mind, Body, and Soul Connections on Blog Talk, and she was really going into detail regarding um, being resolute in what we do and how does that affect us manifesting our New Year's Eve goals. Well, I want to take that a step further, and I want to discuss with you all how you being resolute in what it is that you're trying to invoke or or use, how does that affect your magic? How do you think that that affects your magic? You know, so I'll start it off with, to me, personally, the majority of one's abilities regarding them being able to manifest what it is that they would like or dispel whatever it is that they want to dispel is them being resolved. In their, de- in their decision to condu- conduct the spell in the first place, be it ritualistic, um, be it a mental and spiritual thing, minus ritual, whatever it may be, how important it is that you are resolved in that act, at that moment. You know, so I want to ask you guys some of the things that you do when you've become resolved in your decision-making, you know, such as I want this job, I'm resolved to getting a new position or or getting a promotion, I'm, that's what I'm going to shoot for. So if you want to take it to a magical level, what are some of the things that you may do? I, because I just spoke with um, someone about the fact that she did a ritual and she was unaware that she was doing a ritual. So we talked about the fact that she was practicing magic and and she was doing it in an ancient way, unbeknownst to her. So where does that magic reside? It has to reside somewhere in you for you to do it. So we spoke on that and the fact that she was resolved in the fact that she needed something. And that's what prompted her to do certain things. So that's just like one example of showing you how when you're resolved to something, you know, you go for it. So, again, I'm putting that question out to you guys. 
what are some of the things that you may do when you're resolved in your position, you know, as far as what it is you're going to uh, create or attract? Would anyone, um, 732 you're all on the line. Feel free to speak whenever you want. Good evening. Okay, I can, good evening. Can you hear me? I can hear you clearly. Okay, wonderful. I've noticed this is a different year, and if anybody that studies numerology and it talks about years and and things of that nature in Chinese zodiac, this is the year of the wooden horse. And so far, lots of positive things has happened. As far as resolutions, and I try to resolve some things in my life so I could be free of fear or try to get away from fear as much as possible and reach out and do some things, positive things in my life. And mm-hmm. certain things we act out of fear, we don't even know it. And so far this year has revealed to me, I wondered about, but it came so blatant that it's almost like um, I asked the universe, is this going on or what's going on? It's a mystery. It came to me up front and personal. Mm-hmm. And another thing, sometimes I wonder when people do bad acts against you, I wonder about karma. I wonder about should I take action. Sometimes mm-hmm. I don't really know what to do. I guess it depends on the act. Something you just have to leave alone. Other things, you are compelled to act upon it. Right. Sometimes it's very hard to decipher. Well, do you think that that has to do partly with you being resolved, such as you saying, I am no longer going to accept this type of treatment towards me? Exactly. So you've become resolved in that. That may prompt a lot of the things that you're describing as far as cause and effect. Mhm, and that can be that can be um subconsciously um or it can be deliberate, you know, but I think for individuals that practice certain things, when you want to accomplish something, it more or less would only empower you to be resolved now that doesn't mean limiting yourself to one avenue of execution. So I don't want, you know, people to get that mixed up. Being resolved is just saying, okay, that's my destination. That's my goal. Your methodology of of, of how you're going to go about it, you know, is that's something different. And I always think that you should kind of be flexible when it comes to that so that you can um, – you can – probably get to your destination more efficiently and you won't get discouraged so much. Sometimes we have to stop in the middle of whatever our plans are and kind of readjust to whatever whatever set of circumstances are going on at that time. You know, so um, and that can be applied to as you asked about uh, somebody that may be trying to practice any forms of negativity against you. You know, they, you know, it's like that saying where they say there's more than one way to skin a cat. Yes. 
Yeah, so that kind of applies to magic, too. You know, that's like a okay. general way you can think of it. You know, there's more than one way to, to yield results. You know, yes, but well, I right. think it would help to be resolved, though, as to what results you're looking for. You know, you have to be careful with magic. You don't want to go into it half-heartedly because sometimes things have a way of taking on almost a personality of its own. So to avoid any mishaps, it would really help to be resolved. Make your decision, you know, and and stand firm in your decision and then proceed from there. But, yeah, this is a big year. I was just discussing with someone, this is the year of harvest. You know, so you're you're gonna you're gonna see the results of everything you've been doing, everything you've been abusing, everything you've been neglecting, all of that is you're gonna see that this year. Mm. And you you know, so you may have initiated it in 2013 or even earlier mm. than that. It, a lot of things that were in limbo will no longer be in limbo. Yeah, uh, you're right. You're right. So that's something to look forward to. I'm going to open I I have some other people that are online now. I just want you guys to know that your mic is open, so you're welcome at any time to chime in and ask a question or give your input. This is an open oh, yeah. chat forum. I definitely wanted to um, put oh, my input on that. Hey, greetings, I just mentioned your show, Mind, oh, really? Body, and Soul Connections, and and your topic of last night. Right. So I would really love if you could just um, make everyone familiar with what it is that you discussed last night, and then I'll tie it into tonight's show. Okay. Well, last night actually had um, took on an energy of its own. It went <laughs> where it wanted to go. I had something else in mind. But, um, you know, um, when you are open, it allows things to flow where they need to at that moment for whomever needs the particular teaching, I would Mm -hmm. say. And so we talked about um, the need to um, become resolute and make a decision because especially with the time that we're living in now, that's extremely important to know know how to do that and a lot of times we you know have these resolutions the upcoming year is here we're excited we're pumped up and we don't realize that last year we also had that same feeling but then it sort of fizzled out and the only reason why is because we weren't resolute in what we were saying we were resolute in and there are many factors for that many reasons why but um, first and foremost, I wanted to just add to what um, the sister was saying about, about you know, things that are probably going on with her and how you were advising her to, um, you know, be resolute, and she mm-hmm. was not too clear on how to proceed. I would say okay. that when you um, have a resolve in your spirit about something, it's just magically... It's just magical the way things happen because all the things that are not in accord with whatever you are um, resolving to do 
things to mm-hmm. eventually fall away from you. And you no longer have to work as hard to try to get people to act a certain way <laughs> or, um, you know, to um, work at fixing something. It just sort of falls wherever it's supposed to be. And mm-hmm. that's the beauty of um, having that resolve within your spirit because you um, vibrationally are vibrating at a different frequency. Mm-hmm. So because of that, you seem to become empowered to do whatever you want to do without even really saying much or even doing much, just knowing that, look, this is what it is, <laughs> this is the decision that I'm at right now, and I'm not going to settle for anything other than that, and, you know, I'm going to stand resolute, you know, in my decision. Right. And whoever is not, um, you know, um, going with the program, then they'll mm-hmm. fall away eventually. <laughs> and whoever is, even if there's parts of me that are not, you know, in um, oh, okay. unison with that okay. decision, you know, when that's you very interesting that you say that. Yeah, that you included that 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 because that's very key. Mm-hmm. Very often, it's not only outside forces that work against you. And I'm going to to my spiritual practitioners. A lot of times, you think that your spell didn't work or your potion or your elixir or whatever it is that you're conjuring. You think it's not working because of an outside force. But if you are not resolute or resolved, however you want to look at it, um, if you are not in the proper place and if all elements are not aligned, including reflecting in yourself and making sure, you know, your level, then yourself, there's a good chance that you're not going to yield the results of what it is you're looking for. So you're talking about exterior and interior, as as Sherry's saying. Am I correct, Sherry? That's right. Absolutely. You have to be in harmony when doing something. You have to be in harmony. Um, continue, go ahead, Sherry, um, finish um, what so, you're saying. I just wanted to stress I, I just that wanted to say, because that's so oh, important. Yes, yes um, just um, adding to that is that when you are resolute in your decisions to do something, what happens is you have to find something that you use to anchor yourself. This way you won't go back on your word. And, mm. you know, there different things that you could use as a postulate to hold you up. For me, I may use affirmations or I may use um, certain um, aphorisms to anchor me. And you okay. can pick a quote, you can pick a quote that's really, really powerful, that really gets you stirred up. And you can say it over and over again. And it's kind of like what you're talking about in the theme of your show, magic. You're using your magic to invoke what Mm -hmm. you want to um, experience externally, like you're saying, as well as internally. Because, you know, there are, you know, you always have those yin and those yang forces, the ones that come from within and without, that are battling. So you have to have something to anchor you and look for whatever it is that you hold on to. It could be a scripture, it could be um, an aphorism, it could be an aphorism. It could be anything that you use that will solidify whatever it is that you're trying to do. 
and then it'll get you, it'll redirect you and get you back on point and give you the fuel that you need to keep going. I'm going to give an example of how this is everyday magic, what we're discussing. Yesterday, I was not feeling too well, feeling a little under the weather. So I decided to conjure up one of my favorite concoctions, which is, I call it my health tea, slash, some people call it fish tea. Um, But it's this soup that I make. But this particular soup is not created of just me alone. It's sort of an ancestral recipe because I incorporate the different ancestors that walk with me. So I go through my ritual of how to conjure up the energy and the awareness of my ancestors that walk with me every day. Okay, and I'll reiterate, I go through a ritual to conjure up the energy. I say energy because I know they're there all the time. It's my awareness that may be dull at times. So it's almost like fine-tuning into their frequency. Okay, so I start that off. First I'll meditate a little, you know, calm myself down. Then I'll think about specific ancestors, not ruling out anyone that's there to help and contribute love and power, but I'll think about specific ancestors. Um, Yesterday it was my Titi Sonia, my Titi Carmen, my Titi Priscilla. These are all my aunts. Um, I thought about my grandmother who's still here on the physical plane, um, my Aunt Cindy, she's still here on the physical plane, just different um, matriarchs of the family that are, that are notorious for healing risks or were through their cooking, okay? Kitchen magic, I call it. So, okay, I focused on them. Then I focused on the love that I know they had for me or still have, shall I say. And then I brought into the picture the catalyst. The catalyst for me is salsa, Spanish music, mm-hmm. okay? That's the gift that my family gave me, one of the gifts. So with that said, then I thought about um, one of the most powerful high priestess that I know in general, and this is Celia Cruz. I don't know if a lot of you are familiar with the fact that mm-hmm. that is one of the things that she was besides uh, songstress, Okay. Mm-hmm. I thought about her, I thought about La India, another priestess. You know, so I thought about them and I played their music. Their music, it usually has lyrics that are invocations. If you have the ear to listen, you'll have the mind and the heart and the spirit to hear. So I tune in. Okay, so anyway, I use those things as a catalyst. Once that began, between that and the drumming, I felt a walkthrough starting to happen. And what I call a walkthrough is almost when one of your uh, ancestors or several take residence within you. So it's, it's almost now like not only are you occupying your body, so are they, as opposed to being an outside influence. It's starting to come from within. And through that, I let them guide my hands, and my heart, you know, I don't lose identity, but alongside me, I am now with my ancestors. And with that power, 
I conjure, and I conjured up my suit. So I started feeling better before I even had any of the suit. I know that the, was the a suit powerful was the bonus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I have one of those big old cauldrons, or we call them um, coladores. You know, I have a big giant one. So I had this big thing taking almost three burners up <laughs> on my stove, and I'm cooking and singing and dancing, and I'm watching my children get involved, and I see them moving to the music. and. <laughs> That's some captivating music. It is. It really is. Um, I mean, it just moves my soul when I listen to it. Vibrations and tones are such a large part of magic. That's why when people say, um, watch what you say, watch what you speak, it's not so much the word as it is the vibration or tone of the word. Know that. Because a lot of us use words that are, in fact, um, how can I say, they were just made up. You know, remember, the English language is a bastard language. It's a baby language. So we're speaking English. So do you think that our language is maybe as powerful as a dialect from, let's say, a century ago? something our ancestors may have used, it's hard to tell that. You know, I think it's more what you put into the word and how it's verbalized as opposed to the actual word itself. Can I say something about that? Hi, Nancy. How are you? Welcome. Thank you. I'm doing well, thank you. But, you know, you're talking about the vibrations and tones and if you think about it, in slavery time, how did these slaves get to communicate with one another? They would sing, and they would sing with their hearts, right? And get a message across to each other, right? Right, they would so drum that, as well. That came to my mind. I just wanted to put that out there when you were saying that, you know. That's what came to yeah, my it's, mind. It's, um, it's they would sing out their messages. Yes, exactly. Exactly. But they would put intent behind it. Right. So it wasn't just the word, it was the intent that went behind it and the spirit in which it was spoken and invoked. I always use this analogy when I talk to people when they tell me sometimes about, I know you guys have heard of the book The Secret and when it was so popular, yeah. right? And yeah. people tried to say, um, basically they were trying to say it's as, it's as simple as what you think, Right. Right. And I, 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 that never sat well with me. I always thought to myself, it's probably that, but it's also a multitude of other factors that contribute mm. to as, you know, how we bring things about. Right. And um, it's not just what you say. It's not just what you think. Mm. It's a combination of several things because, for instance, Take a starving, suffering, tortured child somewhere in a third world country. Do you think that you're wanting something to eat and your prayers are more uh, intense or powerful than that of that child? So to me, that kind of does away with that whole theory about, oh, if you pray for it, you'll get it. 
No, I think there's some people that are suffering quite a bit that make our suffering look pale in comparison. And I'm pretty yeah. sure they're praying the same prayer every day. You know, yeah. that innocent person locked in a prison with a 30-year sentence, I'm pretty sure they're praying the same thing every day. Mm. And that and that cell door is not opening. So it's more right. to your magic than just what you say. There's more to your magic than that specific word. That's why just about anybody can make up a spell or come up with their own book of shadows. It's because there's something totally different going into it. It's not just the words that's spoken. You can change words around in a spell. You know, you can change things up and you can still get results. You're not locked into that one specific incantation. Sherry, you brought up affirmations. Right. Those can change by day, correct? Oh, yeah. I mean, you. the the bottom line is you have to know that you're the one who's in control of them. You don't have to get um, use what's given to you. You can make your own. You can customize your own. And that's the secret of many people is that they customize their own, predicated on whatever ill or issue they're faced with. Right. So that's why it can be so powerful, <laughs> because you, only you, you know can what you need to heal. You can customize your own spell. Absolutely. You can customize that's your own spell. Hmm. You know, um, when I was doing the soup, I, I'm pretty sure... When I do that particular spell, I never say the same thing twice when I do it. But yet I'm still successful in the end result of that particular spell. And one of the ways I know is through watching the people um, who get to take in the suit that I made. I'm going to ask Jay, can you speak a little bit on because you were able to have some of the soup. Is there anything you can share regarding that particular spell I did on that soup? Like, how did you feel when you had the soup? Well, can you hear me? Yes. Can you hear me? Okay. Um, That soup is very healing to me, not only spiritually but physically. Over the last few months, I've been dealing with a lot of stomach issues, been going to the hospital, going to see GI specialists. One of the few things I'm able to hold down is her soup. It's healing. I'm not in pain. And, you know, it's it's spiritually uplifting. It's hearty. It's delicious. But at the same time, after I ate that soup, it was like um, almost like a third eye opening. I'm Things are revealing to me at such a speed I can barely contain myself. Wow. It's, it's, it's now, just that spiritual. I, I want you guys to know the reason I asked you to mention that is not a plug for my suit. <laughs> We're going to come over and have some with you. You better invite me over, girl. <laughs> you know, I'm trying to figure out how to ship this soup out because I'm used to locally giving it to people that will come and seek or that are in need or suffering, but now I'm getting so many requests for this soup, and I'm like, you know, I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to get this soup out. But I wanted to say this. I I asked her to share that because as she ate the soup, I literally watched a physical transformation taking place with her. 
And even um, though I do things to help people, I'm still always pleasantly surprised when they give me feedback. That's always a good thing. Mm-hmm. My my ego is never in a place where I swear, okay, you know, this is what's going down. You know, mm-hmm. and very rarely, and I don't know if this is a good or a bad thing, am I aware of just how big of an impact I have until people talk to me, you know. So that was like a wonderful thing, and to hear her just say that, you know, that really makes me feel good because when I do this particular spell, I put my heart and soul into it. I use a lot of herbs, so I'm dealing with herb magic. Once again, I've made references to some um, books that you guys can pick up. But, I mean, it's so easy to just research, okay? And and um, I always recommend when you're purchasing uh, literature, right, to help you um, fine-tune and expand your consciousness of magic and, and different tools you can use and, and rituals and things of that nature, try to let your spirit guide you because not everything will sit well with you. Your magic is your own personal experience. We're not the type of magicians where we're pulling rabbits out of our hat. This is something different. We're tapping into a universal energy, you know, but everybody's experience is unique. So if you totally rely on what somebody else is telling you, you're not going to always get the same results. You know Uh, what I'm saying? You have to... You have to tap into your own innate ability to sense and do things, you know, so that you can get the best out of your experience with this. Um, and get, I, I can't even begin to name to the amount of books that I've accumulated um, over the years, and, and I'm still searching. I'm always happy when someone refers a book to me that I didn't even know exists. I get really excited. You know, and I see it, especially when they tell me about the good things that happened to them from the book. So, you know, again, like with my soup, um, it's several ingredients. So I have my physical ingredients, and with my soup, I, I use things like this particular soup. I use purple cabbage, purple uh, onions. I use at least 50 cloves of freshly peeled garlic. Um I use thyme, basil, rosemary, oregano, sage. Um, what else do I use in this one? I I did uh, some cubed butternut squash. I did uh, scallions and onions and what else did I put in there? Cuc- no, not cucumbers, uh, celery. I try to make sure everything is organic. Definitely no genetically modified ingredients. Okay, so remember that when you're trying to heal. Magic plus common sense. You're trying to heal yourself. You're doing a healing spell. Do not use poison. Okay, pesticides, poisons, you know, mutated things. Just use your common sense. And that goes with all magic. You know, you guys know in every show I always say if you're going to use oils, if you're going to create elixirs and potions and things of that nature, 
um, I'm pretty sure a lot of us practitioners, we spend our time at the Botanica, you know, and ordering things offline. But it's 2014, and there's no reason to be ignorant as to the ramifications of using ingredients that are not healthy and whole. So that's something else you want to keep in mind as well. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you say you were going to use coconut. We use coconut for a lot of money work, right, for drawing wealth. Um, if your coconut ingredient that you're using is one part coconut, 99 parts um, petro-gasoline, <laughs> Oh, my God. I might not want to use that in your potion, you know, or your oils or things like that. So just kind of use common sense, um, again, when you're doing things. Um, I want to um, also go back to, um, really quick, being resolute. Again, Sherry, with being resolute, what are some of the ways that you think people would be great at as far as manifesting that mentality that they are now resolved in their way, uh, or rather resolved in their destination? Well, part of it, you know, of course, is make up your mind, you know. There's nothing like a made-up mind. When that mind is made up, Nothing can deter it unless you go back on your word. And understand your power to create whatever it is that you're looking to experience. And when you know that everything that you are seeking, it already exists at another level. And so all you have to do, like you said earlier, is align yourself with that energy, with that spirit, with that intention, and then you can manifest whatever you want. And there's nothing that can stop you but you, <laughs> you know. So just know that, of course, there are other forces outside, but they in no way have any power over you but the power that you would give them. So just, you know, remember that you are in control here unless you give up the control. I wanted to say something with everyone. I've been criticized by other practitioners privately that I don't delve more into the technical aspects of magic, meaning they want me to say, um, okay, in your in your cauldron, mix three parts bay leaf oil and two parts uh, this. And, you know, they, they want me to go into that. Sometimes I will, sometimes I won't. It depends on how spirit moves me. So far, since I've been doing this show, which is a big step for me because I'm a very solitary person and I practice my magic in a, in a very solitary manner, um, but one of the things with me is as an empath, I can pretty much pick up on certain things. I feel that the majority of people that tune into this particular show, because there are so many on Blog Talk Radio People tune in and they stay tuned in here because it's something that I'm saying that's appealing to them. They like the fact that we get to discuss magic outside of the confines of procedure. And I'm not taking away from the importance of that. 
you know, um, there really is. This, listen, there are two types of practitioners, the fool and the brave heart in my book. And for those who practice foolishly, they are usually um, negative results that come from that. But I think that goes with anything of faith. If you consider yourself a Christian, but you don't adhere to any Christian beliefs or ways, it's just a, a lip profession, you'll usually get yourself into some trouble with quote-unquote real Christians who are about their religion. Same thing with Islam, boy, oh, boy. Been there, and I know that. Not so much that I didn't take it seriously, but I've watched people, um, what I call them fanatics, get into physical confrontation, acts of aggression, because someone came to that religion without... Um, without the intent of really respecting and practicing whatever it is that that religion, is, you know, whatever that criteria is. So I think that that kind of goes from for magic, excluding the whole violence thing. But, but, you know, when you're throwing out your energy recklessly, when you're calling on things recklessly, when you're using herbs, like using pharmaceuticals. There's a guideline that you have to adhere to. So I, I know people want me to go into that more, um, and that will happen in its natural course. But, you know, for the most part, I detect people would like to just come and express what they're going through, their, their experience with magic, and and would like to walk away from the conversation having learned something, having felt better or more comfortable with themselves for embracing that part of their uniqueness. So that's one of the main reasons I do this show, not because I think I'm a scholar and a teacher. Um, there's plenty of shows here where they go into that and they deal with deities and um, doing specific incantations, and it's almost like you have to join an order or a club or a coven or, a, you know, there's, there's a forum for that. And not to say that this show would exclude that, but that's not always going to be the case. So I don't want anyone to be disappointed in that sense. It's kind of one of those you just have to listen, you just have to be there. And how about taking on your power, knowing your power, you power, you may want to introduce that into the show. You know, so I wanted to throw that out there. I want you guys to keep that in mind. Magic is not just um, doing spells. It's you using common sense. It's science. You know, it's being practical. You know, it, it's, it's many different things. And for some people, they can only embrace one aspect of it. And sometimes they, they uh, choose to try to control other people in how they manifest. You know, they try to tell you you're not going to be successful, um, you can't accomplish something because you're not doing it this way. You don't believe in this. You don't acknowledge that. I think that's a bunch of bull. I think we're dealing with people's egos, a lot of megalomaniacs when, when you start to encounter that and fanatics, you know. So what Sherry is saying as far as resolute, 
I have become resolute in the idea that there is nobody above me when it comes to me mastering myself. And that's how I practice my magic. Um, We've already exceeded, you know, uh, the normal time. I didn't even realize Queen Mother and all her wisdom, she scheduled the show to go longer than normal. So you can still view it on the computer as well as through the telephone. I'm going to say something, one more thing really quick, and then I'm going to do some readings, okay, for you guys. Um, As you already know, I create a lot of things. I recently created an oil for um, spiritual practitioners to use to help them or enhance what it is that they already do. Um, If you want to know about that oil or if you're interested in it, as well as all the other oils I make as far as um, I do protection oils, I do cleansing oils, I also do potions and I um, have now created my own line of spiritual supplements, which are healthy to take, all natural, but they help to raise your vibrations and things of that nature and to draw and attract that whatever it is that you're trying to attract. So I have a whole line of different things, and I kind of come up with them as I come across different cases, different needs of people that reach out to me. So I'm just going to say, Nadia Amunet Hotep Clayhar. That's on Facebook. If you're interested in getting therapeutic-grade oils, because everybody does not have an herb garden nor the knowledge to extract oils and things of that nature. So if you're looking to create your own line for yourself or a loved one, friend, whoever, you can go to www.youngliving.org backslash Nadia, N-A-D-I-A, Clayhar, C-L-A-H-A-R. I can also be reached if you would like to schedule readings and things of that nature through the Yoruba, Y-O-R-U-B-A, House of Worship, and that's via Facebook. Okay? So I wanted to throw that out there. And now what I'm going to do, um, is there anyone that is interested in getting a brief reading tonight? And if so, when you speak, just say the first three, like the area code of your number, so I'll okay. know. Okay. Hi. Um, hello. Yes, hi, Nadia. I like one. Good evening. Okay, what I'm going to do, I think, because I'm, I'm pretty sure maybe everybody wants to read it. Um, <laughs> I'm going to mute everyone just for now, and except for the number that I'm offering it to, okay? Um, the first number I'm going to offer it to is a 732-781. Are you interested? Yes, I am. Thank you. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's funny. Wow. Who's laughing here? <laughs> it's me. I'm giggling because I know it's you, Nancy. <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Yes, I would like to, and I appreciate that. I just want to know uh, what new things are going to be coming this 2000, something that I can get excited about, maybe a new job, you know, um, 
just okay. just the new relationships and 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 work maybe or better finances I should say. Okay, well, one of the things that I see for you via um via projects that you've been thinking about taking on last year, but this year you're going to actually openly pursue them, such as maybe writing, um, and you're going to be taking more of an active role. Let's see. I see relatives getting involved. Wait, I'm What's getting involved? Relatives, certain relatives relatives. of yours. Okay. Um, Your example of becoming more broad, in your practices and and as far as the things that you're studying is going to actually um, fire them to do more inquiring. So you're going to kind of be like this living example this year. And you've been contemplating, but I think you should use that towards your advantage. So if you want to start writing, this this is going to be a great year for you to start writing and putting out certain information via your studies, okay? Okay. Hello? Yes, I said okay. That's one of the things. Um, I see that you've been kind of nurturing yourself when it comes to certain things with matters of the heart. You've been more or less working on transforming yourself and this year that's going to pay off. I can't really see if you already have that uh, the foundation of that relationship or you're trying to initiate one, but I see just that this is going to be a year of you having a productive, um, intimate relationship with someone via the things that you've been working on in 2013. Does that kind of make sense to you? Like all the things that you've been researching and studying and allowing to grow in you, spirit-wise and academically, is going to draw a like mind. Okay. I don't don't know, like, how much that helps you. You know, you know more or less you know, right. what, what this kind of means. But um, I, I try not to get too deep because we're on the Internet. Yes. <laughs> like I can only talk to you later that. a little bit more. But, yeah, okay. we'll talk about that a little bit more because some of it is, is very intimate details, okay. you know. But um, <laughs> relationship-wise, yeah, you be in for change. Be in for okay. change this year relationship-wise, but know that that change was initiated due to your work on yourself. And I'm not talking about your appearance. Okay, spiritually. So whoever you meet is going to be directly, when when I say whoever you meet, this can be somebody that's already in your life changing based upon the changes that you did within yourself. But I want you to know that you initiated it. So you kind of like knocking down dominoes. You knock down the first domino by changing yourself. Wow. Okay. Okay, so you are going to have what it is that you're looking for. Um, 
I hope that helped a little. And you can always yes. contact me, you know, and we talk more, okay? All right. Thank you so much. Okay. I'm going to open up 720-628. Hello. Hi. Good evening. Hey. Good evening. Love and light. Love and light. Thank you. Peace and blessings. And I also had um, the same question as well, or anything that, um, you know, spirits like letting you know that I need to know um, would be good as well. Okay. One of the things I'm picking up for you is that you need to put a little bit more uh, conscious effort into working with your ancestors. I'm picking up a matriarchal figure. She, she's from your maternal line that walks with you. And, um, you know, sometimes, <coughs> I don't know how to put it, it sometimes it, it really helps to just call on the services of that particular ancestor. How would and, I do that? Um, excuse me? How would I do that? Oh, Wow. Okay, because it varies for everyone. I, I'm not too sure right now what your catalyst is. I'm picking up, I don't know, I keep seeing something with healing. So this particular ancestor of yours was known for her healing abilities in the family. And um, she's no longer with you in the physical, but she, you did have contact with her in your lifetime. So I would assume oh, okay. it's maybe a, 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 but I keep seeing great, great grandma. Yeah, yes, so I'm going to say the great grandma or great aunt. Okay, so let's say it's great grandma. Um, her favorite flowers. So I keep seeing that she had a, a, a great love of flowers. Um, okay. You might want to set up like a little altar. Okay, and I and do, I don't yes, want. To, I, ha- I actually do have one. Okay, but, you um, might want to set up one for her. Okay. Alone. Okay. And put some of the favorite things. She keeps telling me flowers, flowers. So whatever okay. that flower is, think about it. You know that means a lot to her. Okay. Um, do you you know do the candle thing? Some people pour libations to their ancestors. I've personally never done that, but I know of it. I usually communicate with my ancestors through music, put myself in a trance. But I'm I'm picking up, she was so nurturing, and she was very soft-spoken. She's a very gentle soul. So you might want to take that approach when dealing with that, create that type of environment. Whatever it takes could be music, um, it could be aromatherapy, whatever invokes that gentle spirit, find your calm point. And at the center of that calm point is her. You'll almost be able to hear her as clearly as you do the television. Okay. Okay, and she has so much to share with you. She's always talking to you, but, you know, I pick up that you're a very busy person. You know, and I don't mean busy like your average. You're like extra busy, <laughs> you know, yeah. than the average person. Yeah. Right. So put a, for this year, you'll yield even greater results in what it is you're trying to do because she keeps saying she she wants you to slow down. Okay. 
that you're doing too much, and whatever it is that you're doing is causing harm to yourself. Okay, so she wants you to kind of slow it down, become a little bit more centered, initiate more meditation, maybe some yoga in your life. She wants you to do things like that. She, her concern is with healing what you're not aware is even ailing you. Okay. Okay, so focus on that. And she just keep saying flowers, flowers. <laughs> so do the flowers thing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And get that altar up. And you'll see a, a big change and stuff. And be ready because I pick up that she's going to come to you a lot in your dreams. Okay. Yes, she actually does already. She sure does. Okay, so, you know, um, just be more conscious of that and try to do some research on the whole lucid dreaming thing. I actually you know, have, but I kind of, um, I'm afraid of it because, I don't, you know, like I'm kind of new to all of this, and I don't want to be mm-hmm. in that realm and, you know, like attract, um, you know, especially when you're new, like there's things out there that kind of look for us when you don't really know what exactly. you're doing. And so exactly. that's why I kind of, um, you know, stay away from that. But I do, well, I'll there's tell dreams you what. that I have. I'm sorry, go ahead. So I was going to say there's dreams that I have, like that are, um, I can bring, you know, some of it back, like I'll wake up and automatically know, like, like I'll speak it. And so I know that's something okay. that I'll have to keep with me. But as far as, okay. like, um, I do want to come to the point where, you know, I can definitely do that. But I'm just, you know, intimidated by, you know, bringing well, something be, back. Because I used to have bad nightmares you. as a kid, and I don't mm-hmm. have them anymore. And so that's why I'm kind of like, I don't know what I was doing as a kid, but... I don't want to go back. I got you. I got you. Well, I'm going to tell you this. One of the keys, the first thing you have to do is banish fear. Because, and I mean like consciously sit down and work on banishing the fear aspect so it doesn't hinder the power that you have. Because the power, one of the powerful things that you have and you walk with is the power of manifestation. You get a lot of things accomplished and done because you have a very keen sense when it comes to doing things in a certain way for them to manifest themselves, right? So you already have yes. the foundation. You get rid of the fear aspect. How do you do that? Education. Okay. Continue to research. And um, I know that you're aware of certain protection rituals and stuff. Apply mm-hmm. that to before you go to bed. I want you to research. I'm not going to go into detail. You can always contact me later and we speak on it, but I want you to research dream pillows. I want you to research um, I want you to research charging water with crystals, with protection crystals. Okay? So you get that whatever, because there's several different crystals you can use for protection. You pick that particular crystal and I would like for you to charge some drinking water with it before you go to sleep. Wow, I actually do that now, but not protection, but I have an amethyst and a quartz that are in the water that I drink all the time, but they're not charged for protection. So I never thought of that. Can I just throw the protection one in with those other two that I use, or should I? Sure, because remember what we said, it's coming from in you. Okay. Your conscious thought. You know what I'm saying? You're going to consciously yeah. say, 
this multifunctional crystal, well, this is one of the, um, I'm activating this aspect of the crystal to work in accordance with my energy and universal energy. And from that point you proceed. Not only can you drink the water, but you can make a spray with it. Put it in a plant sprayer. Very practical. Spray your surroundings and your area. Okay? Um, Let's see what else you can do. Okay, we said the crystals. um, Wear protection oil. You can create your own. You can contact me. I have them. Or any other practitioner you're comfortable with. Anoint yourself. Anoint your surroundings. All these different things to ensure, um, you know, your environment, a safe environment, safe travel okay. into the astral plane, okay, things of that nature. And remember, your grandmother's there, and she's working to protect you as well. So you're not alone in saying nothing can enter here. Okay. You know, and you set out with a goal. That's part of your whole lucid dreaming, you know, or rather okay. the lucid state of mind. Um, can I think of anything else? One of the things I love to tell people to use, um, see, now with you, I'm picking up a lot of Celtic ancestry, European ancestry. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, you might want to do some research. One of the things you would really be- uh, benefit from is dragon's blood incense. Okay. And uh, dragon's blood oil, and also look for the Celtic incense resin. You can, okay. yeah, I'm pretty sure you could even get that off of Amazon, you know, and that's a good incense to burn before you go to sleep if you know you're going to do some traveling and you're going to commune okay. with your great-grandmother, okay? Definitely. You're welcome. Any further readings, you're free to contact me. You know, you can email me. My email for everyone is also Nadia, N-A-D-I-A, Number four, that that is the actual number four, eternity, E-T-E-R-N-I-T-Y, at gmail.com. And you can contact me um, as well um, if you're interested. Yeah, definitely I'm going to because there's some uh, things that I actually want to talk to you about that have to be off the air. I didn't mean to okay. actually do that. So, um, right, right. No problem. You'll be hearing from me. No problem. And um, the last number I'm going to do, my sister, uh, Jade, is six seven eight three nine six. What would you like to know tonight, sis? Okay, maybe she's away from the phone. But okay, with that said, I'm going to wrap it up. I know we're running so far into like the next hour. Um, you know, I didn't I didn't get to do too much on tonight's show by way of uh, academical um, sharing with magic. We're, you know, we can do that. We can always do that. But I just I hope everybody walked away with a little bit more clarity or just a seed of thought on something. You know, and that Definitely, it helps. Yeah. I want to tell all of you. Love and light, I'm so appreciative that you call in and you share your energy and your thoughts and your questions. And um, I'm going to speak with Queen Mother Ia and see if we will be on next week, Thursday. We should. 
but look for my links for confirmation, or you can just tune in, and you'll know that way. Okay? Good night, everyone, and once again, thank you for tuning in. Love you. Thank you so much. Love you. Love you, too. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye.